This is Jenny and Ian's Feel Great Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Thank you very much for joining us. If you're watching us on Facebook Live right now, feel free to comment along, interact with us, have a chat. Um, and uh, we're going to discuss some very important stuff on the way. I'm going to tell you how you can cleanse after a breakup. It's very important information. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change your kitchen forever. 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 Uh, plus, we're going to be looking back at some of the highlights from Gem at Breakfast, including teabag controversy, or controversy, if we're not in America, and self-service conspiracy theories. All of that and more. So like Jenny said, if you're watching us live on Facebook, say hello, just like Warren did. Hey, Warren, how's it going? Oh, Happy hi, Wednesday. He says, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Jenny? I'm very well, thank Great. you very much. Uh, and I think we're all going to hopefully feel a little bit better. We're going to feel soon. average very soon. Feel average. Average news. Gents, feel great news. Hello, Tom. Hello, you right? Oh, sorry, I need to put your microphone up. Hello, is he, is he in and control the buttons again? Oh, yes, he is. Straight off the bat. Now, Tom always joins us on this podcast with his, I'm going to do this in quotation marks, yes. feel great news. Yes. The problem is, it tends to just leave us feeling okay, you know, average sort of all right sometimes i would say we could call it the i felt okay and then i heard the news and i don't feel okay news yeah sometimes you sometimes you make me feel worse well see you later guys have a nice <laughs> afternoon it's no, been, come uh, on. It's been a, a great bit of fun <laughs> listening to the opening of this podcast all right but, um, come on tommy get them headphones back on let us know your first story come on anna faris or anna Farry, or i don't know what her name is ferris ferris yeah Okay, let's start again. Just cue me again. No one will notice. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so what's your first story, Tom? Well, Anna Ferris. You know Anna Ferris? Anna Ferris, yeah. Yes. Uh, she's off... What? I'm sorry. I Never heard of Anna Ferris? Oh, crikey. Oh, well, let me educate you, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> she's offered to officiate at the wedding of her ex-husband, Chris Pratt. The actor proposed on Sunday to Catherine Schwarzenegger after less than a year of dating. He's previously been married to Anna for nine years after their divorce was finalised in November. So the question to you, Ian, is thoughts on this, getting one of your exes to officiate at your wedding? Well, number one, if I was marrying Arnie's daughter... (laughs) I I knew he would jump on the Arnie bandwagon immediately. I wouldn't want anybody else there other than me, Arnie's daughter and Arnie. In fact, I want Arnie saying the bit where he's like, I now pronounce you husband and wife. It wasn't the question, was it? <laughs> it wasn't the question. What about your mum, though? Does she not want to be <clears> there? Yeah, she'll be there. Yeah, mum will be there. Yeah, okay. So, um, back to the... Or- dad? Uh, yeah, he'll be there. The original question yeah. that was... Uh, no, I wouldn't want that. I would not want my ex at my wedding. Was that the question? Yeah. Can I say why I love this? And I think... I actually think this is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling great. I think this is feel great because I think that's very big of Anna Ferris. I think she could have really, really gone off the rails with this because she was with him for a long time. I would say Chris Pratt is one of the sexiest men in the world. Mm. I absolutely love him. One yeah, of the funniest hot. men in the world. Um, and you, they've got a daughter together, right? So she's going to be at the wedding. So let's get mummy there and have mummy officiate and all one big happy family. This is really feel great news, Tom. You've knocked this one out of the park. You're welcome. Love this. You're welcome. Very but, nice. All right. Yeah, all right. I'll, I agree with that. I agree with that. Next one then, Tom. One to me. So a stowaway minor bird made a surprise appearance in business class during a long-haul flight to London. It was flying around the cabin after appearing about 12 hours into a Singapore Airlines flight to London Heathrow and was filmed by one of the passengers. Now, imagine that. Imagine that. You just sat chilling in an aeroplane and all of a sudden there's a bird flying about. Okay. So the question to you is, any free rides that you've had? Well... I will. What's the best free ride you've had? So the other week, I um I got an Uber to the train station. Yeah, and let's just say it smelt 
It smelt weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he was driving really fast. Right. So I got I got it credited back on my account. Did you? Yeah. That's fantastic. Does that count? That feels good, doesn't it? That, that feels, feels good. great. I once got oh. a free taxi because um, the guy, uh, the taxi driver, let slip early on into the conversation that he was a big fan of Whitesnake, the rock band. So me and my friends sang Whitesnake to him all the way home. And we said, if we sing Whitesnake to you, um, can we have a free taxi? And he was like, yeah, that's great. So we were singing, is this love and all this stuff, right? And then what got really weird was my friend got out first. So she got out and then it was just me and him. And he was like, carry on. And, and then when it was just me on my own singing White Snake to him, that became a little bit odd. I bet, you, then, couldn't, I bet you couldn't sing White Snake. Um, I got a free ride, I so it you, can't have been bad, Tom. I bet you couldn't. No, you, hold on a She second. couldn't, she couldn't, could she? Look, nah. This isn't feel great, because you've got to think about the family of this bird, right? Oh, we're back to the bird, I like no, this. No, because it'll be like Home Alone. Like, all of a sudden, all the birds are going to be sat in its nest. I love it when he says go, Home Alone. And they'll go, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> Poor bird gets out in a different country. It's like, what's going on? And there's a bird with a beanie hat and his mate following him round trying to cause him harm. They're just so, trying to take everything of value from his nest. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think that's feel great. Oh. Sorry. I actually love the idea yeah. of spending a train journey with a little bird. I love it. I want to know what business he was on. It was, like, a, it was a plane ride. The, Oh, well, that's even better, isn't it? Because yeah. it's flying whilst in flight. Yeah. That's amazing. That's lazy. lazy. We, we've entered that the lazy. Matrix there. <laughs> He's flying whilst in flight. Fantastic. Two great stories there, Tom. Are you doing another one? Just before you do, how are you doing another one? I like how you don't know how this feature works after weeks of, <laughs> of doing Months. it. So Months. There's just a really important question I need to address on Facebook. Um, Amy has said, where's Phil the pig, guys? Do not worry. Do not worry, Philip. is coming later on in the show. Coming later on. We would never do a show without Phil. Don't worry about that. Of course we wouldn't. What's happening is she's getting bored of the Feel Great News and she's like, bring on Phil the pig. <laughs> but not, Tom, don't take that as a knock to your confidence because I'm enjoying it this week. Yeah, me too. You've just given an opinion as fact there, haven't you? Um, yes, that's what I do. Dangerous thing to do. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> Go on, next bring Final it. one. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy Clarkson has defended his car show, The Grand Tour, saying it is anything but sexist. Stay with me. He says he tries to ignore accusations of male chauvinism and even challenged a woman to watch through two years of episodes to find any instances of it. Here's where we start to feel good. He says if he's... he's, he's, he's easy for me to say. <laughs> Are you OK? Yeah, sorry. Just ran out of battery a second there. He says he's offered to donate £10,000 to charity if anyone finds something misogynistic in his programming. So are we up for... Trying to earn ten grand for charity. Yeah, but then I also don't want to find something misogynistic in his program. Could earn ten grand for charity. So this is on Grand Grand Tour. Yeah. See, I've been meaning to watch that series anyway, so I'll do it. Okay. I just don't want to. Oh no! I feel like this is oh clever, isn't he? He's clever doing that. I think he's safe because no one's going to sit through two years of that, are they? Absolutely not. I didn't even know what it is. What is it like? Top Gear Part Two. Am I allowed to say that? I just need to ask a quick question to both of you. Mm. Who was better on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Chris Tarrant yes. or uh, Jeremy Clarkson? Oh. Uh, Clarkson. Clarkson. Clarkson's better. Tarrant. No one can say. Go on. We don't want to give you that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Quite as well as yeah. uh, Chris Tarrant. He's absolutely right. Yeah, he's he is absolutely right. Should right. we end it there? That's feel good, isn't it? Yeah, that was that. The I last story wasn't very feel good, didn't though. Didn't like again. the last one, but the two out of three ain't I tried bad. to make yeah. a joke at the end there, but neither of you listened to it. So What was that? What was the joke? Just saying it's safe because no one's going to sit through. Two years of the grand tour. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, it's a funny joke, Tom. Thank, Thank you. you. Off you Thanks, go. Thanks, Tom. Cheers, Tom. Bye.
Bye, Tom. Bye. Cheers. All right. Uh, Hello, J-Star. Shout out to my husband, Lee. I love you from Jay. That's very nice. If you want any shout outs, comment along on Facebook, please. Tom, love you loads. Bye. <laughs> oh, what was that? Did he that throw went, paper that at went right in my eye, that sorry, did. Sorry, Guys, sorry. I thought there was a thing. Don't throw paper at one another. Um, can wow. I say hello to David? took my eyebrow off. <laughs> I just want to say hello to David Palmer, who was watching on Facebook as well. He says, oh, by the way, I've just, I'm watching this live on my laptop, and the, that um, shot of you getting hit on the head was actually captured um, with the paper ball. Great, I'm glad that happened. Um, hello to David, he said, listening to the podcast for the very first time while working at home, enjoying everything so far. Thanks for watching. Lovely. All right, Joe from Gem at Breakfast caused a storm in a teacup oh, on yeah. Monday morning mm-hmm. after she confessed to doing this with her tea bag. This is outrageous. One herbal tea bag, for example, can get you upwards of four brews. It's disgusting brews. Uh, <laughs> like, why, Joe? I do this at home. I just like what I drink my brew and then I just top up the water on the existing bag. Yeah, but... No. Like it's like really making a weak squash. It doesn't take yeah. like you know when it just tastes also so like watery. You might as well just have a glass of oh. water or hot water than that. Like this is just a thing that I I wonder if I was brought up doing it because Yorkshire tea Been brought up wrong. said on the box <laughs> one bag, two cups. Mm. And and you got a great brew. You got a great brew out of one bag, two cups. Is, is that to design you to like use a teapot? Was that to try and, like because my nan always obviously puts in, in a teapot better for brewing. Are you really scooping out a tea bag from one cup and then scooping it into the to another cup when making a cup of tea? Like well, that's just gonna make a mess in you. It tastes. It's like a dream. Every time you put <laughs> your mouth around that cup, you go, "This is a dream." It's, it's a looks. Joy. It's like you're drinking just straight from the tap. Yuck. Right, two things I want to pick up on here. Mm-hmm. Number one, if you're going to make tea in a teapot, if you're having three cups of tea from one teapot, you put three tea bags in it. Right. Simple as that. Says Ian. Number two, <laughs> one thing I learned about Joe while listening to this, right? Joe not only has few cups of tea per tea bag, four per one tea mm. bag, that to me suggests that she shares baths. What I mean by that is, <coughs> let's say a boyfriend has a bath. Yeah. He gets out. Yeah. I reckon she shouts. Leave the plug in. Yeah. I'm coming for a dip. Uh, what's wrong because, with that? Because it's meant to be one pay, one person per use of a bath in it. Again, says Ian Chambers. I don't know what you... Pro- I, you're saying this is outrageous. I love this. Why? I, I heard them doing this on Gem at Breakfast and I was like, yes, Joe, efficiency. This is great. You reuse and reuse and get your use out of stuff. Nothing lasts forever, guys. Nothing lasts forever, okay? Reuse stuff. Get every single bit out of something that you can get every ounce out of it I'll tell you when I do this in life right and if you're listening get on board nice little tip for you Come on. at the end of the day you take your makeup off I use makeup wipes yes I know it's the lazy way to do it but I'm tired at the end of the day so I use a makeup wipe and obviously a makeup wipe is wet so I'll take my makeup off I usually use two take my makeup off I leave the makeup wipes on the side then in the morning what's happened is the makeup wipes have been out of their packet for a good eight hours nine hours no my girlfriend leaves them on the floor all the time dried up yeah that's it dried up so then in the morning you got yourself two tissues so you go from wet wipe to tissue within nine hours. I don't need a box of tissues in my bedroom because I have tissues when my makeup wipes That's dry disgusting. out. disgusting. Yes. Why is it disgusting? Because the covered, it's covered in your eyeliner and eyebrow it's on, pen. It's what was on foundation. my... foundation. Yeah, but and it was... blowing your snifter on it. Exactly. It was If, if I was going yeah. the other way around, if I was blowing my nose on it and then wiping it on my face, I get that. <laughs> yeah, That's that disgusting. That's a little bit questionable. But when it's just my makeup on my face and I'm just blowing my nose with it or, mm. you 
you know, blotting whatever I need to blot, popping a spot or whatever you need to do, let's be honest. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm just being really refreshingly honest right now today. It's not refreshing. It's disgusting. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, there's a couple of comments uh, in regards to Joe having multiple multiple cups of tea per right. tea bag. Uh, Saran says, no, 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 Joe. Are you tight? She just needs a teapot. It's not about being tight. It's about being savvy. No, Laird says, no, one bag per cup. These people, like you and Joe, have you ever had a good cup of tea? Do you know what a good cup of tea is? Yes. It's strong. Like a good Yorkshire tea yeah. has been, I believe it, brewing for a few minutes. But you can do that twice over, no, three times over, four times over, according to Joe. I've not tried it. Uh, Lard is also saying, no, Jenny, you're so wrong. But then, okay, Aaron Rumbello, Jenny, you're lovely. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, don't read that out. That's very the nice. only <laughs> Amy Goggins, no, no, Jenny. Amy, try it. Tissues. Free, it's basically free tissues. No, it's disgusting. The one thing I will say is, uh, there is there is a certain thing that I have been known to reuse every so often. Because I'm a man on the move. Here we go. I'm always out and about. Mm-hmm. So I'm packing clothes for like to stay over somewhere. Yeah. And, and all what I'm doing. And uh, on a few occasions, I'll only take one pair of socks. A couple of times, one pair of undies. Right? Right. Sometimes in life, you have to reuse a pair of socks. Sometimes in life, you have to reuse a pair of underpants. So what I'm saying is, turn the little things inside out, <laughs> pop them back on. Good as gold. How dare you question my makeup wipe to tissue magic? Because you could wander into the bathroom no. and get some tissue paper. What yeah. I'm saying is, if I'm you know really struggling, if I'm up against the back, my back's against the wall here. Yeah? I've got no underpants and socks. You should have learned pack more socks, pack more underpants. Honestly, what I'm doing is creating magic. I, it's like water into <laughs> no. wine. I'm turning wipes into tissues. What you're doing is creating a smell. <laughs> it's not <does> a smell. <laughs> it's just very, I'm sure it is because Why when you've got smell? a day's wear, yeah. yes, you're flipping it inside out and psychologically I'm sure you're thinking that's helping, but it's still that same bit of material that's been on that bit of your body. Right, just if you never... rolled over. Have you never flipped a pair of knickers? And, and Never! Never! What about a bra? You've worn a bra twice on the bounce. Bras are very different. Are they? No, there's different rules what for bras. Don't even get into, don't even get into bras. Please tell bras me. are a whole different kettle of fish that you we don't understand. We sweat all over, Jenny. You know that. <laughs> Wherever there is body, there is sweat. So... I don't want to talk about right. this anymore. Anyone else commenting? Steph. Steph says, Ew, you can't reuse tea bags. I wonder how Steph feels about your pants now. Well, Steph has commented saying, no, no, that's gross, Ian, but... <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yes. Should we move good. on? Amy Coggins making a smell, laughing For anyone off. who's wondering right now, I am wearing fresh underpants and socks today. I hope so. Uh, right, Joe and Sparky at Gem at Breakfast started a conspiracy theory about whether technology uh, really work as well as we think it does, or are we being lied to? Here's just a couple of examples that they had. It- <laughs> Exhibit A. One more time. Press the wrong button. Shell <laughs> petrol station, Carlton Road... There is a sign there that says pay at pump. Yeah. Producer Paul, does pay at pump exist? No way. I've never, <laughs> never once used it. It's always out of order. So I don't you drive up, you want to pay at pump, mm. what happens? Then you can't, it just says out of order on it. Or, go, go pay inside. Every time. Or, or like with every pet pump, even the ones that work... Sorry, there's no uh, paper in here for a receipt. You will not be able to print a receipt from Pay at Pump. Yeah, that always, always. Self-service tills in yep. supermarkets never work. There is a dedicated member of staff... It's <laughs> always there to fix the problems. ...to fix yeah. the problems that shouldn't be there in the first place. 
When I buy a birthday card, it laughs in my face because it cannot recognise the small weight of a birthday card. Oh. Another one that That's definitely true. doesn't exist, and that is, well, I say the technology doesn't exist. Train Wi-Fi. You get on a train, this free Wi-Fi available. Have you ever news. been able to connect to free Wi-Fi on a train, have you? Ever. And if you did then finally connect to it, have you ever been able to watch a YouTube video about it buffering? So i got true. something to say about this. Go on. Technology does fail us regularly. Yeah, they are so right with this. I'm glad that someone's finally said it. Let me tell you something. The other day, right, I'm driving to Birmingham. Okay. Going along the M6. Right. Toll road. You know it. Oh, you took a wrong turn because you can get there without doing that. Yeah, that's, You'd what, gone wrong that's there. what my fiance said. To right, me. okay. Right? So I'm driving along. And do you know what? There's something, I don't know why, but I always like pulling up at the toll road. Yeah. And you get to those bits where there's someone standing behind there, and I'm thinking, you know what? We're having a bit of human engagement here. We're having a bit of interaction. Okay. Whereas on this occasion, I got there, I pulled up, and then it was just a contactless setup. I'm like, this is high tech. Like, you literally, there's nobody standing there in the, in the little booth. You just got to lean over and tap on the machine. This is 2019. Barrier raise. That's, yeah. what, that's the plan. Anyway, so I'd pulled up probably a few inches too far away from the contactless right. thing. So I'm leaning out my car like, <laughs> and I'm like, Bobby, hold me. I'm leaning out the door. And I'm leaning out and I can't reach. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a woman who was just standing right next to the booth comes up to me and goes, can I help? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, thank you. So she takes the card off me. Yeah. Puts it on the contactless machine and gives me my card back. And I went, thank goodness you were here. Yeah. She was like, that's what I'm here for. It's my job. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was her job to help people who couldn't reach the contactless payment machine. Guys, we are already working for robots. We are working this for This is really <laughs> scary. It's 2019. What's going on in the world? It's, it's Terminator. Oh, my goodness. I, I completely understand all these things. For example, let's go old school technology, which, to be fair, you can give a bit of leeway to because it's old school. But vending machines, they've never worked. Never. They've always failed bang, us. Bang, bang. You go for your Twix and you get a Milky Way. Yeah. Always. Or you go for your Twix and it just hangs on. Just in the oh, balance. Oh, you have to bang it and then yeah. an alarm goes off and, and it's as if it was your fault. And then you get arrested. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you, you were just a man after a chocolate bar. <laughs> um, also, I want to I call out sat-navs here yeah. because generally they are wonderful. They have made our lives so much easier. But, you know, when you go, you're enjoying it and you're pootling along and you've yeah. got like your phone sat-nav uh, safely placed in its little holder and you're driving, listening to your tunes <laughs> and you're like watching and you're like, right, 2.1 miles, 1.9 miles. And, you go like this. and then you suddenly go onto a new bit of road and you know that because your tyres feel really nice yeah. and you look but then oh, you, yeah. and you're like oh new road but then you look at your sat nav and the arrow's just floating in the middle of nowhere and you're like where have you gone oh you're in a field I'm lost you're in a field like, somewhere you, you feel like you're Tom Hanks in Castaway I'm yeah. lost and there's no one around and you don't know what to do it's horrible oh it's horrible and then it says make a U-turn and you're like no I was going the right way you yeah. said 1.9 miles just don't know the road it's horrible here's one for you Alexa Oh, don't even get me started on Alexa. I daren't have one. She she terrifies me. Everyone's talking about Alexa. Mm. Everyone's got an Alexa. Yeah. I got one for Christmas. And at first, I was I was really enjoying it. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> She's meant <laughs> she to be able to answer all your problems. Yeah, well, that's her right? sole purpose, isn't it? Do you know what the most common thing Alexa says to me? What? Sorry, I don't know how to do that. Well, why, why are you here, Alexa? Hey, Alexa, I just said, Alexa, um... What are the uh, films that are on at my local cinema? Sorry. <laughs> Alexa, uh, next train to Manchester? Sorry. <laughs> what can you do, Alexa? At least she's polite. Yeah, well, she is polite, but... She's not there to just stand there and be in the room with you. Amy says, oh, my word, Alexa is haunting. 
Yeah, it really is. I, I don't want to have one of them. Kirby, right. Self-service doesn't always work. It gets into a fit with you and just annoys you with a few items on it. That's so true. You have the conversation in your head, don't you, where you're like, I could go to a human, but it's easier to not have a conversation. So I'll do self-service. But you know what's going to happen. And when you scan that first item yep. and you put it in the in the bit where you where your bags are and it just goes, and you hear that noise and it goes, place the item in the back. And you're like, it's I in there. should have gone to a human. Yeah, you should Humans have. do not fail you. Humans Technology rule. does. Stay with humans. That's what I'm saying. Yes, stay with humans. That's the lesson. Now, right, at the start of last year, at yep. the start of 2018, Joe from Gem at Breakfast declared that The Greatest Showman was the movie of the year. And she was, as we all know, completely right. Uh, it was a hit. The album's been number one for practically a year. And we all absolutely love it. However, Joe declared, having only watched the trailer, that the live action remake of Dumbo <laughs> will be the film of the year for 2019. That was until yesterday mm. when she made a massive U-turn after hearing about this film. It's a movie based on the festive classic by Wham and George Michael oh, no. called Last Christmas. No. Now. No, Joe. What? If you remember the song Last Christmas by Wham. I gave you my heart, yeah. It was all about unrequited love and it lends itself to a movie script. Oh, no. And that is what has happened. Who's making this as a straight-to-DVD effort? Emma Thompson. <laughs> Who's Emma Thompson? What? Oh, as in Hermione. National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Rob. Well, I don't, see, we're all experts here. <laughs> Emma Thompson, National Treasure. Based on a song. Yeah. A movie well, based words, on a song. When the word, that go, if you, doesn't sound like if you listen to the words on a song, then you know that it actually lends itself to a full movie. Listen to the words. Last Christmas, I, I gave, gave you my heart. heart. The very next, the very next day, day, you gave it away. Okay. So yeah. what, the what movie, happens in the second ten minutes? <laughs> the movie is the adventure of the heart, where it goes, where who she gave it to. Is that what the story listen, is? Listen, guys. Look, Joe, this is not going to be as good as the Hobbs and what's-its-name new Fast and Furious Hobbs movie. Hobbs and Shaw? Idris Elba. <laughs> Jason Statham. Sparky. And the, the rock. Sparky, we're pitting this up against Dumbo. <laughs> Right, um, just comment along, please. What do you think is going to be movie of the year? Because um, before we touch on this, mm. I just want to... Sparky didn't know in that clip who Emma Thompson was. Do you know who Emma Thompson is? Do you know what's funny, right? You and producer Pete, when oh, we, were no. plan- we were planning this, weren't we? We were planning this podcast, and you two have a little whisper, and you're going, he won't know she is. She won't, he won't know she is. I know who Emma Thompson is. Go on. Do you know that Walt Disney, you know when there's the Tom Hanks film about Mary Poppins? Mrs. Banks, saving Mrs. Banks. Okay. That's Emma Thompson. All oh, right, fair enough. She was also in Love Actually. She's the one that doesn't get the necklace. She gets the Joni Mitchell national CD. Treasure. She is a national treasure. <laughs> now, look, I will say that that puts this film in great stead to be amazing because she is a national treasure. Yeah. But I think Joe was right with her first call. I'm, I, I love, I love George Michael. I love anything Wham. I think they were incredible. But it's not going to be movie of the year. Dumbo. Mm. Anything with elephants in, especially real life action. Elephants. There is nothing more wonderful in this world than an elephant. Is there? Oh, no, I've watched the trailer and it brought a tear to my eye. Uh, whatever you think is going to be film of the year this year, comment on our Facebook Live right now. Yes, but that'd be wonderful. There's been a game changer, and um, Ben Waters, Ben Waters, sorry, has actually just commented it himself. I saw this when I was doing a bit of research. Did you know that Toy Story Four is out this year? Right, well, that changes the game, doesn't it? Because anything with Tom Hanks has to be movie of the year. I've not even seen it. Toy Story 3 made me cry. I sobbed in the cinema and I watched that. Toy Story, there's a Toy Story 4. There is a Toy, and all the gang. 
all Buzz, they need Woody. is Tom and you've got a friend in me played on repeat and we are all suckers for that yeah we all absolutely love it now I do think though this year is going to be dominated by Disney you've got the Lion King coming out you've got okay here's one to throw I mean Aladdin I'll brush past that it looks rubbish um, but you've got Fro- no it doesn't Will Smith's in Aladdin have you seen it it looks a joke really have you seen is there a trailer yeah it doesn't I'm not I'm does not. it look good, producer Pete? Yeah, does it yeah. look amazing? Yeah, amazing. Does, does Will Smith play the genie? Or does it look like a bit hot? It looks like it looks like when um, I know it's lovely, but when your kids put on a play at school, I know that's lovely, <laughs> but that's not going to beat Dumbo, right? But also, let's not overlook Frozen Two. Mm. That's going to be a game changer. That's also out this year. That's Frozen not top in Toy Story Four, but there is one film that is coming out that's going to beat them all, right? Starring Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, okay. Now, if you're a Pokemon fan, you've probably spent your entire life thinking they need to make a film about Pokemon. All right? Detective Pikachu comes out in 2019. This is a gritty adult film about Pikachu. What more could you want? Detective Pikachu. I'm just going to let Pika? you... Pika! Let's let... go. Let's all book our tickets now, guys. I'm just going to let you finish selling this because I've... You've lost me now. I thought we were talking about good films. It's going to be a hit. Go on, what else about Pikachu? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on. What What's wrong with you? What else about Pikachu? Go on, sell, sell. Uh, Let's watch Frozen 2, everyone. Let's all sing <laughs> Let It Snow. Don't attack. I'm giving you a moment. I'm giving Let It Snow. It's not called Let It Snow. It's called Let It Go. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm giving you a moment. Go on, because Kirby right. right is saying Pokemon film. She's wrong. Yeah. But go on. Any more about? Right, I so want to know about Pikachu. What's he up Pikachu, to? Pikachu, yeah. little yellow little cat thing, electric. Yeah. You know about him. He can do all sorts of stuff. Right. But in this, yeah. he plays a detective. So he's like solving crimes. So he's got a little magnifying. And he's got though. a human voice. He's like, "Hey, it's me, Detective Pikachu." It sounds good, in my opinion. Anyway, look, you're putting me on the spot. I, I done, <laughs> sorry, I'm not. Jonathan Ross, I'm not some sort of film buff. I don't know much about it. I saw a bit of a trailer for it. Anyway. We could move on if you want to. Yeah, on Saturday, right? (laughs) This is ace. Because on Saturday, I launched a campaign on our Saturday morning breakfast show that is going to change kitchens around the world Forever, forever, forever. So Saturday mornings, right? Yeah. From nine o'clock, you can join us every Saturday here on Jam. Uh, we, it's not just a time to play the greatest game in radio no. history, Phil the Pig. It's not just a time to get up-to-date travel information and to have a, a really good laugh with us. <laughs> it's a time to change your life. It's a time to change the world. Now, uh, So a few months ago, I moved into a new flat. Mm. Right. It's lovely. I love it. Me and my fiancé, we've been waiting for this for a long time. We're in there. We're comfy. We're enjoying ourselves. Mm. But like last week, I was wandering through Tesco. All the January sales are popping off. There's discounts left, right, and centre. Yeah. And I'm going down the kitchen aisle, and one catches my eye. It says reduced from £59 down to 40 quid. Well, that's a good bargain, isn't it? And I love a bargain. Yes. We all do. And yes. I, I take a look at it, I think, you know what? I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy it. And I put my hands on it, and I go, no, Ian. You've, you've gone three months without this in your life. You don't need it. I don't yeah. care if it's 20 quid. I don't care if it's a tenner. I, I don't you. care if someone's giving it for free off the back of a van. That's right. Nobody yep. needs yep. a microwave. No, they don't. Be gone, microwaves. No. We are microwaving goodbye. To microwaves. See you later, MWs. No one needs you. And I'm so on board with this, Ian, because I, I've never had a microwave. Never had one. Don't need Brilliant. one. So right now, comment, please. Yep. Reasons. If you are pro-microwave, that's fine. We'll change your mind. We'll change yeah, your life. Will. Because but- I soon learned after the... So I've gone three months. I kind of unintentionally did this. I didn't realise until I saw this one on offer yeah. in Tesco. But 
you don't need a microwave. I've been wasting years of my life using microwaves. Just, it, do you know what? They heat up things too fast. I don't trust it. Things should not get that hot that quick. I don't like it. Okay, Craig Collier has gone straight in. What about micro meals? Micro mm. meals are convenience food. They yes, are not they are. good for you. You do not want to eat them. You should, you, they, like I say, they should not heat up yeah. that quickly. You They're a bit congealed. Else? They're a bit too warm in certain places and not enough in the other. Wow, that's so true. <laughs> it's a mixed bag, isn't it? And do you know what? Lots of microwave meals, if you look on the back of the pack, mm-hmm. it's says or pop it in the oven pop it in the oven and you're gonna have less disruption to your meal yeah and you can, <laughs> you can have an authentic feel and less disruption if you were a packaged meal let's be honest would you rather be in a microwave and just nuked or would you rather be put in an oven and have a nice little time basically sunbathing yeah 100... that's what i'm saying exactly <laughs> now one person who completely disagrees with this yeah. is the microwave maestro himself producer pete thanks guys i wouldn't say i'm a microwave maestro but... i don't think that's a compliment no i just think you need a microwave. You definitely... give, me, give, me, give me some reasons right now. Okay, so scrambled eggs, dead easy in the microwave and pan. they taste lovely. They stick to the bowl loads. They're really yeah. hard to clean after that. And yeah. they ne- they're never just as fluffy as when you can just nurse them over a pan. What never Jim, as fluffy. What would Jamie Oliver use? Pan. Yeah. And he's a prof- Wait, he is a professional what chef. What would Gordon Ramsay use? Um, the professional chef Gordon mm. Ramsay. He'd probably use a... He'd, no, he'd definitely use a pan. What do you think Delia Smith would use? Delia Smith. Uh, <laughs> it's a good reference. She would use a pan. Yeah, she'd should. use a microwave. Nigella would use a microwave. No, she wouldn't. She would she not. Would. She would stand there fluffing up them eggs in a lovely way. Right, when you are making a roast dinner, this is the perfect example. Go on. Yeah. And you've got like four veg on the go and you think, I need my fifth. I need my peas, my garden peas. You pop them in the microwave, done. You can forget about them, no. sort it. No you one microwaves peas. Better, you? That's what you do, you do know as well, you don't need one pan per veg. You can no, you put don't. a load of veg in one pan. That's the beauty of pans. Whereas with a bowl in a microwave, it's not going to fit all your veg. But with a pan, it will. We're still winning. No one needs <laughs> a right. microwave. Should we, like Scott Kerville's there commenting on Facebook. Should we destroy his... Uh... His comment right now. Absolutely get him. What about when you make a cup of tea in the morning? Fall back asleep and can't be bothered to make another. 30 seconds, your tea's hot again. Yes! Why? No, because as anybody, you tell me right now, as a tea connoisseur, yeah. that a tea tastes anywhere near as good when it's warmed up in the microwave as a fresh cup of tea. Yeah, and like warming milk up that yeah. quick is not good. No. If you stop and think about what you're doing, it's bad for the environment, apparently. <laughs> It's um, also a bit gross. It's gross. Not good. Um, uh, Louisa Bailey, heat food up fast. Okay, heat. You okay? Heating up fast food. Okay, I get that. All oh, right, but heating up fast food again. You can pop it in the oven. No, I think what Louisa is suggesting here is your takeaway from the night before. She's suggesting that you can just microwave it or have it. No, there's two things here. Pizza tastes better cold. First yes. things first. We all know that. We all know Rule that. number one. And second, just eat it all when it's hot. First go. Yeah, do you know what? If you're someone that's not eating all your takeaway when it comes, you're not someone I want to talk to. <laughs> Who's, who, who has leftovers when you have a takeaway night? Not me. Not me. A couple of other comments was that uh, you can defrost stuff. Now nah, I'm not having that. Just put it out the night before. Yes. What? Well, right, Pete, why are no, you but, rushing through so, life? So, for example, when you get home from work, it's late. You're like, oh, I've got this lovely mince in the freezer, but it's going to take ages to defrost, so I'll have to save it for tomorrow. Oh, wait, I've got a microwave. Five minutes, there you go. So what I'm going to do is take it from like minus temperatures to boiling hot temperatures yeah. within 30 seconds. It ain't good. Get it's, him, a, it's, it's, called a micro, it's called a defrost setting. Why are we rushing through life? Oh, I just don't understand why everyone needs speed. Like, no, look, one, one of these days, we're not going to be here. And I'm sorry to make it morbid. But what we should do is enjoy life. Stop and smell the roses. Stop yeah. and defrost your, meat in, defrost your meat in the morning. Well, that's all you need to do. You know, didn't. Craig. Craig Collier. 
Right. My grandma used to put milk in a microwave and then put a spoonful of coffee in, and it's a milky coffee. Yeah. Well, you, you could just make a coffee you in a could cup, just get a kettle mix it not yeah. having to stand up and awkwardly lean in the microwave and probably go a bit too warm where it goes and then you've got coffee all over the inside of the microwave and you've got to clean it they are a nightmare to clean they are awful to clean I think we win that I think we win um, if you have decided based on this inspiring conversation <laughs> yeah. that you no longer want your microwave comment please and what you should do is rather than leave it out on the street for someone to come along and take yep. Get rid. Just we absolutely want, get rid because we don't want any around. No, we want a video of you safely destroying your microwave. Yes, please. As soon as possible, please. Yes. And it's a bit of a cleanse. And now talking about cleansers, right? I'm going to tell you right now how you can cleanse after a breakup. Maybe you're fresh out of a relationship. Maybe you had a breakup a while ago, but you're still struggling to get over it. I have the perfect solution for you right now. It's a foolproof way to get over your ex and get over anything that's still lingering in your life, right? Yeah. So me and my housemate, the other night, we were just chilling out, we were in the kitchen, and we were having a glass of wine. Standard. It was it was probably like 11 o'clock at night sort of thing, um, just debriefing on the day, talking about life. And I said, oh, will you light that candle? And she went, oh, absolutely, lit the candle. And I went, oh, do you know who got me that candle? She went, no. And I said, one of my exes, like my ex-ex got me that candle. And she was like, Jenny, why do you still own this? This is bad juju. You need to cleanse. So what we did was we created a fire in my back garden. <laughs> now I've got to be... No, really... you can't. What do you mean you created a fire in your back garden? <laughs> I've got to be so careful here. We did it safely. There was no wind that night. There were no trees around. It's been Thank goodness. tax return time. So I've had a lot of paperwork recently. So right. I, I did have this like metal bin in my garden where you can safely create a fire. Okay, so what we did was we threw the candle and a bit of paper in there fire starts and then something came over us where we're running up and down the stairs like almost in a panic grabbing anything that still belongs to us that once was given to us by an ex or belonged to an ex and we've had a couple of exes between us right we burnt everything birthday cards in right t-shirts in hoodies in photos in I've got this beautiful framed A3 sheet right and it's a map of the stars from the night one of my exes told me he loved me in the fire I remember you received that yeah no in the fire watch it burn watch it melt right in front of me we were like we couldn't stop by the end of it my house was like 40 percent less stuff in the house okay and we just stood back and we watched that burn and we held each other and we breathed it in and we were cleansed from that moment on this is frightening like i thought i knew you <laughs> why is this this frightening? is so strange this is healthy it's not healthy this is very very healthy like, right if you're listening right now if you're watching on facebook i know you've probably done something like this before even if it was just a little snap and pop it in the bin maybe you didn't create yeah. an entire inferno inferno in your garden which i did but just let me know okay lord jenny i did the same what's thank wrong with you, you lad? thank you very much robert cole she burned the reindeer that ian bought oh i should have burnt the reindeer that ian bought you for christmas oh we don't need to talk about my wooden reindeer that's never getting burnt no, it's a lot. That, but listen to me right what you could have done with all this stuff right tip ebay oh no don't say gum practical. tree don't say practical stuff like that because when i think about it we probably burnt about 600 two- pounds worth of stuff <laughs> Just these two witches, trainers, two wicked witches in the back garden. <laughs> Why? Throw We're the it ones up, that have been throwing on the fire. It's not throwing on the fire. We were not talking. Yes, we may have danced. Horrible. Yes, we may have danced around the fire under moonlight, oh, but that doesn't make us witches, Ian. It what did, how did you feel afterwards? Oh, I felt fantastic. I went to bed and I laid there and I breathed in and I felt cleansed and I went. My hair smells of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> 
But just a little tip. It's just something that you might want to do. Try it. Give it a go. You'll feel really happy afterwards. I'm, I'm not sold. I am never getting a boyfriend after that, am I? The thing is, I've bought you some gifts in the past, so yeah, I'm but, worried. No, because I love you. Okay, You're still on. a love of my life. Oh, that's so it's not going to happen, but don't cross me. Don't cross you. <laughs> right, don't try that at home, but here's something you can try at home. You can play with us the greatest game in radio history. Fill the pig. We play this with you every Saturday. It really is the greatest game ever. And we have a lot of jingles that we've recorded, but because of like copyright and reasons and music and all that, because we're on Facebook right now, we're not allowed to play them, which is a real shame. So we're just going to sing it. Yeah, we're going to do a live rendition of our Fill the Pig jingle. Producer Pete is joining in. Are we ready? We're ready. A Fill the pig. Welcome to our farmyard as well, in case you haven't noticed. There's animals surrounding us right now. Close your eyes and just imagine it. Just be there with us. This yes. is the greatest game in radio history. It's where we guess what animal your pet is after hearing only its name. We get to ask you three yes or no questions. There's only one rule. Your pet can't be a cat or a dog. We love cats and dogs, but it makes the game a bit too easy. Now, I hate to bring this up, but Phil the Pig, the greatest game in radio history, is in jeopardy right now. Oh, no, don't. Producer Pete <laughs> and the bosses here at Gem say we are so rubbish at this game that they are currently evaluating our performance whenever we play. Yes. And if we don't start being more successful, Phil the Pig could go forever. This is just so cruel, producer. I don't know how you sleep at night. So it's just think of it like we're <laughs> trying to help you, like when you get put on class report at school. Right. It's just like that. It's just to make you better. Constructive criticism. Yeah. That is but making... you're not doing very well. No, I'm we're on a lie. 33% success rate. <laughs> 33% success rate. And also, Ian, here's the kicker. Yeah. We're yet to get one right on the podcast this year. Yeah, I know. It's, it's... That is, uh, right, I'm sorry, guys. We failed you. Like, we really need to focus with Jenny, this. So just look free... at me. Look at me right now. Yeah. Look me in the eye. Yeah. We are going to get this right. We're going to get this right. Right now. We? This is our day. I believe in you. 16th of January, 2019 at 4.38 is where Jenny and Ian got Phil the Pig right for the first time on the podcast of 2019. We're bringing it back. I thought it'd be punchier than that. but That, <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, that's not going to be on a plaque, is it? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a player lined up, ready to go. Oh, there's two, actually. Hello, who's there? Hello. Hi, who's that? Zach. Zach. Is your dad David there as well? Uh, yeah. The dream team. Very nice, guys. What's the greatest game in radio history, guys? Fill the pig. Way. Can I get a quick oink from you, please? Oink. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, Zach, what's the name of your pet, please? Sammy. 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 Cute name. Sammy, right. My dad got it wrong. It's a boy. It's a boy, okay. Sammy's a boy, is he? Sammy's the lad, he's a lad. Sammy's a lad. Let's All go right, for it. Let's think about this. No, come on, let's take this really seriously. Okay, I'm just thinking because Zach, Zach sounds young. Yeah. So yeah, can, I'm thinking that. can Sammy swim? No. No. Sammy can't swim. It's all right, it's all right. Keep guessing along on Facebook as well, please, with us. Help us, help us. Does Sammy have four legs? Yeah, he got like hands as well, sir. Hands? He's got <laughs> hands. He's <laughs> Walking and hands. Right, okay. Okay. Four legs with hands and he walks on them. You go next, you go next, you go next. Oh, Ian, (laughs) You go next, you got this. Does Sammy have scales? No. Oh. Oh, come on. When I said Ian, we've got this, Ian. Zach? 
sticking his tongue out like an animal and I thought it was that but it's not right hands let's hands hands, hands is our golden ticket here Serene's Sir, pain saying lizard I don't think it is don't think it is um, oh, right, hands. What pet has hands? Come on, Facebook Live, help us. Yeah, Facebook Live, please. Phil the pig is at risk of going out of action here. Please, if you could think of a four-legged animal with hands, please comment on our Facebook Live right now. Everyone's saying lizard, Jenny. No, you know, but it's not because they would have scales, wouldn't they? Or did I ask the wrong question? I don't know. Oh goodness! Producer Pete, do you know what it is? No. Producer Pete, give us a clue. I've got a clue. Right. Give us a... three questions. I yeah, don't... but we're just having a. Oh. Can I do this? Because we're running out of time. Just think about hands. <sighs> oh. I've got this. Oh. What? I think I know. No, I was about to just fire one off. Go then. on. Go no, on. you go. No, because no, it's too much <laughs> pressure. You go. All right, Zach. Yeah. Because they, they sort of have hands in a weird way. They've got little fingers, I think. Right, okay. I think. Fingers, go for it. Zach, <laughs> is Sammy your pet hammy? Hamster. Yeah. Yes! 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 Just for the record. Well done. Thank oh, you, thank Zach. You, Zach. <laughs> Just for the record, that is what I was going to guess. Yes! And thank you very much. Who said that? Serene Payne said hamster on Facebook. Yes, thank you very much. Wow. Can you believe that we just scored our first <sighs> Phil the Pig win on the Feel Great podcast for 2019? Zach, you've just been part of history. How do you feel? Feel good. Feel good. So why is your hamster called Sammy? Because it rhymes with hammy. I love that. See? Sammy the hammy. And what's Sammy the hammy up to right now, Zach? Probably sleeping. Oh, bless Probably him. sleeping. Oh, he doesn't love even it. know he's become a radio superstar and made history, does he? Doesn't. I have no idea. Thanks so much for playing, Zach. Okay, thank, thank you. Bye. Bye. Cheers, thank you, bye-bye. Right, okay, so what, what success rate does that put us on now? It's got, we've got to be on about a 70% success rate now. Pete. Find out on Saturday. Oh, oh! Find out on Saturday, my goodness. And do not forget that starting next week, the music you listen to on Gem can win you big cash every single day. That's right, listen to Gem at Breakfast with Joe and Sparky from 8am on Monday to find out how to play Gem's cash hits. Oh, Yes, money, the, uh, money and music. That's the end of the podcast. It's been beautiful, hasn't it? Yes, thank you very much for watching. Like producer Pete says, you can find out how we're doing on Fill the Pig on Saturday. We're with you Saturday mornings from nine o'clock. We love having you to join us. Please do that. And uh, I guess we'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah, and if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, make sure you hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, nothing less, of course. Yeah. And leave us a review. Amy Coggins has just said on Facebook, I would love you two to try and guess my pet. All you need to do is drop us a message and we will do just that because we're on a roll. Yeah, just drop us a message. You can comment on the Facebook Live. Just put the name of your pet. We'll give you a call and we'll sort it out and we'll get you on Feel the Pig. Have a lovely rest of your week. We'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Gem Feel Great Podcast. Hear more by listening to Gem on 106 FM and DAB across the East Midlands and across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem.